If you're anything like me, you're booked and busy. From family duties and work responsibilities to catching up on your favorite shows and podcasts. Yes, like Wrestling with Freddie, with me, Freddie Prinze Jr. With all the responsibilities we have, it's always nice to have someone in your corner. That's why State Farm is there for you with your auto and home insurance needs, helping you protect the things you love and helping you save money. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today. State Farm, proud sponsor of the Michael Tura Podcast Network. We started our company, Girls Who Do Interiors, before we even graduated design school. And we turned to Chase for Business to build along with us. They had everything from banking to payment acceptance to credit cards all in one place. And with the Chase mobile app, our business is wherever we are. It's made for business owners who build to inspire. Learn more at chaseforbusiness.com. Make more of what's yours. Real customers compensated. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member of FDIC. Tis I, the guy from thecustardtv.com, Luke, the editor and runner of the website, thecustardtv.com, on this spooky special of the podcast. <laughs> you alright, Gary? Yeah, fine, sorry, just having a moment. Sorry. I'm genuinely worried that Trick or Treaters are going to come round on Friday during Gogglebox. If that happens, I'll be really What, annoyed. nine o'clock? I don't, well, I mean, what's, kids, what's, how old are your are Trick and Treaters? Like I'm also scared of the youth. So I won't be opening the door. Do you reckon you'll get a visit from Mrs. McNamara? Well, I have a Mrs. McNamara update for later. Oh, go on. Oh. Well, let's do, do the want, introductions do you want it now? first. We'll do the go introductions on, then, yeah, and then we'll come back to us. The guy who is exclaiming at the age of my prospective uh, trick-or-treaters, that's Matt in the north, hello. Hey, and the guy that laughed in the way that only he can is Gary in the London area. Now, Gary, Mrs. Sup. McNamara for the uninitiated. Did you just say sup? Yeah, because Matt goes I, because he's in the north, and I go sup because I'm cool and in the south. I told you I was scared of the youth. You can't use language <laughs> like that. It's, it's not nine o'clock yet. You're all right. Okay. Okay. So for the uninitiated, uh, we spoke just briefly there about Mrs. McMamara. She is Gary's elderly neighbour who we've been keep because you know out in the news they say this time of year keep your eye on the elderly, and for a while now we've been having regular-ish updates on the aforementioned McMamara. Do we know her first name? Do you know, I don't know. I was only ever introduced to her as Mrs. McNamara. Let's call her Jeanette. No, Betty. let's not. Iris. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> do, you know, do you know anyone called anyone under the age of 20 called Iris or Betty? Well, they must have been young at some point <laughs> to get to old age. They, but, um, they weren't born at 80, yes, that's right. I'll ask her next time I see her. Uh, I, I did the very dutiful thing. I, I did pop in as the darkness has, has descended on the early evenings. I, I knocked on the door and just asked if she was okay. She said she was. I changed the light bulb for her uh, in her hallway. Um, because did I noticed she that she was to? trying to... Yeah, she was, I noticed that she was trying to do it. And I said, did you want, did you want me to do it? Because I could reach. She had to climb oh. up on something. So oh. I offered to do that. And yeah, I just said, how are you? I hadn't oh. seen you in a while. And, you know, just I'd ask and stuff. Yeah, so we had a little chat. And oh. um, yeah. Next time I pop in, I'll ask her her first name. Gary, servicing the elderly on a weekly basis. <laughs> well, uh, now, let's ask. Uh, <laughs> no, we not call hey, it helping no, hey, Can hey. we not call it helping the elderly, not servicing? Luke, Gary and Matt. Talking telly. On the Custard TV Podcast.
Was it one of these annoying ed- energy efficient light bulbs that take like four hours to actually get light? Well, yeah, because you can't you can't buy the other ones anymore now, can oh, you? You have to buy it. me that. Uh, by the way, if you just tuned in, this is a TV podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs> um, Not that you'd know it. um, oh. It's news, reviews, and previews is what we do on the Custard TV podcast. I'll just kick us off with some news then. Uh, and right. deck. <laughs> Uh, to present this year's <laughs> Brit Awards, uh, it's going to be in February. Well, it's not, it's not this year's, it takes to next year's. Oh, shush. Yeah. The uh, next year's. Next year's. They're going to be the next Brit Awards that is on. They're going to be it. presenting it. Anton Deck, apparently, I didn't know this, last hosted it in 2001. It's, it's and also, I don't year. know, it's all about that bass or something, no? Yeah, well, I am all about that bass, but don't get me started on the Is that Isn't that the Fishmonger's anthem? All about that bass. All about that bass. Oh, I'm, surprised, I'm, surprised Lo- I'm surprised Lola Saunders hasn't done that on the X Factor yet. Isn't he? Oh early, yeah. Matt? My Put God. her in a place. Uh, BBC Three. You <laughs> may remember soul, they that had. Girl. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm not cutting you. Just... <laughs> I'm not cutting you. Flou- <laughs> just hope she doesn't flounder in the competition. Right, oh. We talk. Not that long ago, in fact, it may have been on the previous podcast about whether any shows from BBC Three could make the giant leap to one of the main other BBC channels, and it would seem that the first one to do it outside of Russell Howard's Good News and uh, Jack Whitehall's annoying chat show uh, are is Hair from BBC Three uh, last year, starring uh, hosted by the incredibly annoying Welshman Steve Jones, who I think we should all get a free slap. Steve Jones with every <laughs> TV license that we um, so Steve. I don't remember hair a great detail a great uh, I, it's it's deal. a it's a hair it's a hair con- it's a con- competition isn't it it's about junior yeah. hairdressers or something or it's not like I, a I remember trailers yeah I don't know why BBC Two didn't take a uh, young young plumber of the year as well do you remember that one yeah. well that's yeah well, maybe that'll be coming they in had, 2015 they had young butcher home. of the year as well didn't they yeah so that's com- that's coming could- from three to two. If BBC Three goes online, it could actually work towards a more edgier post-watershed. Yeah, but they would say that, wouldn't they? Like, they well, that's the thing. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, if, that, if that's how they're going to drag their viewers kicking and screaming, literally uh, keeping the Halloween theme to uh, to the online channels, is that they promise to sort of, you know, the, the swear words, the nudity that the kids love. Yeah, all the things us us youths love. <laughs> In fact, there will be nipples if you stay tuned to this podcast. There may be. That other Daniel Day Lewis film that never got made. <laughs> there will be nipples. My, uh, my left nipple. We are going to be talking about Jane the Virgin as well in a second. Story Hunters UK, uh, which is on Dave and then presumably Dave Javu because we haven't Indeed, mentioned that yes. in this podcast, no. uh, received an incredible viewership of 1 million just... viewers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on t- <laughs> for, the, uh, for the first episode, so- I watched it. This program is fake, and I know it's fake. It, 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 if you've ever watched the American one, it's it's really fake. And I get the impression they put things into the storage containers that they bid on Aww. just to make it more interesting. Uh, but yeah. it's it's thoroughly watchable and actually quite interesting. I know. It, I mean, programs like Homes Under the Hammer and um, the the the. The one about what's the one where they go around with the bloke that was on Strictly recently, uh, Cash in the Attic, and all that? They're popular. This isn't that much different to those. Speaking of nibbles, nipples rather. Nibbles. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's all going wrong. 
I'm having a minor you, stroke. Me and Matt are fine. <laughs> you can carry. Me and Matt are okay for once. We're the we're the calm. We're the cut. Well, no, not really. No. <laughs> I'm having a minor stroke. And well, get yourself okay. to BBC Three. They're going to cater do, for you now. Yeah. <laughs> do that in your own time, please. Yeah. Um, uh, BBC One's popular law drama that came to the came to an end uh, earlier on in the year. Silk. We've raved about it. We loved it, and it's finished here. But it is going to be getting. A US remake. Now, of course, when we say this, what they what we mean is it's being written up and it's being cast and stuff. And Peter there'll Moffat be a pilot. Might not make it onto telly per se, but Matt, as a fan of The Good Wife, which you are, mm-hmm. and as, and Gary as a good wife yourself, um, yeah. why would they remake something like Silk? Because the the, the you know our law system and the US law system couldn't be further from the. You know, it couldn't be further yeah. from each other, really, could they? It seems yeah. Uh, and when we had a conversation about it, um, we obviously said that in the UK version, they actually reference, don't they, that they're not the same as America. Uh, you know, yeah. they poke fun at the American legal dramas. I just, yeah, it just seems a bit bizarre to me. That's Obviously, this is, um, what do you call them, barristers rather than lawyers, isn't it? So it's a bit different yeah. from do they even, do they the even good have life. Equi- I should know this, but do they have an equivalent of a barrister? No, they don't have the same system. They, you, you're represented by a lawyer. So this will be, the this will be rather lawyers, than the barrister. So how will it yeah. be silk? Yeah. Well, I assume they'll no. change the name. How how is it anywhere related to our? But, but what you could do, well, what, what you could do is take the storylines, the cases, mm. and the characters, but it removed the the silk element of it. Or so I mean, I, I, I bloody... in the yeah. same way that Law and Order UK is a remake of Law and Order, and the system is completely mm. different. I suppose that's the reverse. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I just don't know what it will take. I think we'll be if we God forbid we're doing this podcast in five six years time. Will we still be saying, why don't they just show the blooming original instead of keep Well, yeah. I've done a bit of we, research we talk... here, and, and you are right. Oh. There is no distinction made between barristers and solicitors. It's sort of, over the years, filtered into the, as it calls here, the all-purpose attorney. It seems like every week we're talking about a, a show being remade um, mm. by the US. The town was bizarre, Silk is bizarre... Moon Boy. I mean, what what they're going to remake next? Yeah. Country File. I would like to, <laughs> to see. Speaking of the US, they are um, axing the bridge. Their version of the popular program. Danish. Uh, well, yeah, it will be uh, be finishing after two seasons. Oh, that word, great something. Yeah, um, but I've done it because it's the American one. I know, I know why you've done it. Don't fret. Um, um, There's another I mean, one coming soon, Luke. So brace yourself. Do did any of us see this? Was it a bit like the US version of The Killing in the fact that it stayed true, or did they wander off? Well, this, this one they moved it to the American-Mexican border, and I don't well, think it to. translated... Well, well, no, but they could have done the American-Canadian border, which I think would have been better. Oh, um, would have been better. And there are actual bridges over America and Canada, whereas they had to sort of but create and I put one into Canada and Mexico. It was, it was easier to make the distinction between an American... Yeah. And a, and a Mexican officer, yeah, you know, rather it's than an American or Canadian. Cultures, unless it unless it was the guy from Due South, yeah, <laughs> like a Mountie. I'm um, so sick of you. I, I, I'm so sick of you bringing up Due South every podcast, Matt. It has to stop. <laughs> okay. We've already got our own running. Well, yeah, my, my, mine should be called uh, Overdue North, surely. <laughs> 
How long did the Scandi version last? It's, co it's oh, coming the to its third and final series, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, without uh, Martin Road, who's not in this third series. Yeah. Uh, the Flash, which I said not very good. Oh. Um, and <laughs> Jane the Virgin, which we spoke briefly about on the previous program. podcast. We've, we've all heard the given, trailer now. Yeah, they've been yeah. given full seasons uh, by uh, American <laughs> Networks. So sorry, I should We're all going to have to review Jane the Virgin when it, when it makes its way over here, you do realise uh, that. Uh, they've been given full seasons by their networks in the States, that's the CW. And speaking of things coming back, uh, Peep Show is to return for the ninth and final series next year on Channel 4. This, I think, will make it the longest-running Channel 4 sitcom in the history of the channel. Um, Peep Show mm. to return for Can't a think of any series. others, yeah. Yeah, Drop the Dead Donkey was their longest-running, but I think Peep Show only yeah. took it. Uh. Harry, what's uh, the review? Uh, first off the uh, the taxi rank is um, American drama or American made BBC link drama Intruders uh, starring John Sims with a, a, a better than David Tennant American accent is that fair to say? Just take just take the S off because I'm going to yeah. have a shiver just, not, not, yeah. not Joan Sims John. It's John, John Sims yeah, jo oh, oh you got me right. doing it now <laughs> It's very much a psychological thriller it was originally shown on um, BBC <laughs> I'm sorry uh, BBC America, uh, which yep. is a cable channel over in America that does imports, and now has started doing its own shows. Intruders was the last one, one was all from black. Indeed. Now I've seen the first of a double header that was shown on on Monday night Me too. on BBC Two. Um, and uh, general feelings, um, Matt. What was your what was kind of your general feelings? I just feeling felt it was. I don't know. They just tried to throw too much at you. That was my general. Um, issue with it. It was all like concept first, uh, characters second. I just didn't feel like I knew any of the any of the characters really. I mean it was all based around this abduction that we saw. Not an abduction, sorry, an intrusion, I should say, where like a a, a wife and a kid were killed and, and the dad is on the on the run, presumably somewhere, and then there's a little girl who's inhabited by uh, a man. It yeah. just all seemed a bit fractured and there just didn't seem to be a lot in the way of cohesion if that makes sense no the, the show kind of started off very bitty didn't it it was trying to go mm. around different places it only really came together towards the end of that first episode which made me feel that i might want to watch the second that towards really? the end of the first episode yeah because towards the end of the first episode you've got sort of some semblance of a plot and you get to know the come of the characters uh there was a lot to do with john sims John Sims's John Sims <laughs> no. character, uh, character, and and the location. You've given of him a, a complex oh, now, Luke. I know. Like we, oh, yeah. we already had a complex, but yeah. Oh dear me! And uh, the, the the finding of this mobile phone, and he managed to get a charger for it, and then was leading through the messages, and then towards the end of the episode, he rang the number, and was played the music, some jazz music which he once mm. saw his wife dancing to in what she described even as a though private she moment. Like jazz. Even though she doesn't like jazz. So uh, towards the, the end one, of it... That, that was the big twist on like, who in this won't like jazz? Jazz, yeah. yeah. Johnny, Johnny like... hates jazz. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Johnny not mind it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Johnny Sims. <laughs> Johnny Vegas hates jazz. <laughs> Luke, did you, did you give this uh, an eyeball? I, yeah, I gave it two. Um, oh, well done. 
Change for eyeballs. Without <laughs> sounding sceptical before I even start, I knew this perhaps wasn't for me because it's not the sort of drama that I like. The one draw for me was John Sim. Yes. But what about what I about just, if there was more than one John Sim in there? There'd be John Sims. <laughs> yeah, there would. Uh, and I wouldn't I wouldn't rule that out in this bizarre program. No, that's I, right. Yeah. It was just a little bit too. I don't really care enough mm. about what's happening. Okay. I think I think the young the young actress yeah, playing the I was going to say Millie Brown is her name, and I think she's who's fantastic. actually English as well. She's English as well. Yeah. I don't quite and know why, how J- that works. James Frain as well, who's English, is in this. Oh. But yeah, it's she's very good, and if they focus more on her, because I'm all mm. about the kids, I might uh, give this a fair shot. <laughs> she doesn't pop over during Gogglebox, but um. Yeah, I, d- I just don't think, it's, I don't think it's for me, really. I think Monday night is perhaps the wrong place for it as well. It just felt... Yeah, I was I was going to say, what do you think about... I mean, first of all, it was put on BBC Two at... And it showed a double header because it's been American. These episodes are 45 minutes, you know, an hour in America. They're going back ad- down to one a week now, though. Mm. I, I think as well, maybe, yeah, maybe Saturday or... or yeah, Saturday night, because of obviously that like, mm. BBC Four has the... Uh, Scandi Norway dramas on, you know, this would be a good thing for BBC Two, I think, um, to sort of after the Doctor Who repeat, obviously, that's always on on a Saturday night. Um, or BBC yeah. Three could have aired it, maybe. Because uh, obviously Three, they had all. It, it felt young to me. It didn't feel yeah. like a BBC Two audience, really, but there you go. Uh, another new drama that started this week, uh, also on Monday, or was this on Tuesday? Oh, you did. Uh, that was the one thing I didn't put in there. Oh, no, sorry. Was it Monday or Tuesday? <laughs> let's, uh, let's wait for the uh, magic. Tuesday. Uh, this was uh, a, drama, a three-part drama that we've been talking no, about. No, I didn't get to put that in either. What? It's a three-part drama. Eight-part drama. Eight-part? Flaming heck! Dear me, this is going to... Dr- sorry. What um, made you think it was three? Well, they were it so quick in the first episode. Anyway, we'll come on to that in a second. Uh, starring Jane Nesbitt, the actor, uh, The Missing started this week. Uh, now, this is, uh, I suppose what I should call this is very McCann-esque. Would that be McCann- Madeline McCann-esque drama? I think yeah, it would be fair um, to well, say that it's inspired or... It's certainly a poor advert for Thomas Cook holidays, is all I can say. Well, yeah, and the World Cup. Um, oh, for France now, so in general. It's, it's Just never go James to France. Never, it's why I say never never go to France, yeah. Hello to our French listeners. Uh, James Nesbitt plays yep. the father, and Francis O'Connor plays the mother of the young child who goes missing. Uh, we're doing this in flashbacks, which I know Luke loves. So um, we're getting a little bit of what happened leading up to and following the, 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 uh, the disappearance of the son. And we're also following both her, uh, both the father and mother in their new lives. The father who really can't seem to move on and is still going around looking for his son. And the mother who's recently just got remarried and moved in with her now her second husband and their, their young yeah. boy as well. Let's just talk about that thing you said I hate about the flashing forwards and backwards. How did you feel about that, Gary? Because I know it's one I, of my peeves. I'm not too bad with it. I mean, I remember the, um, what was the show that starred both Rupert Penry Jones and the other guy off The Last Weekend. Last Weekend. Yeah, The Last Weekend. The Last Weekend. The Last Weekend, eh? That jumped, that jumped all (laughs) over the place. Yeah, Uh, but it had, it had Sean Evans, like, doing the narrative. So you were right there, in a way. All right. So, it didn't bother me how, come on then, did it bother you? 
Yes. Oddly, surprise, just, surprise. just because I just because I don't know whether it added anything. I just like. You know, starting at A and finishing at B. Yeah. Or, or Z. I don't know why they feel that it's it's because, such an annoying. Because thing. if it had started with the boy going missing and then it was sort of, I don't think it would have been good if it was just a linear drama. Because I think part of the drama of it comes from the the surprises that you get. For example, the fact that the mum's new husband or partner was the you know the police officer on the original case, and you wouldn't mm. you wouldn't have got to that until you know way down the line. I I felt they did very well with the characters, mm. and as you say, by showing the backstory, you were instantly aware of who these people are: the hotel owners, the investigator that they met. Yeah, and so they're, two they, that was guy, they're two different guises. You know, in in the present day, the the detective, you know, he's all doing his beekeeping now. But you, you know, yeah. he couldn't, he couldn't stop sort of or... looking at the evidence. Selling your car to Carvana is as easy as as easy as pie. Sure, all you have to do is enter your license plate or VIN. As easy as a stroll in the park. Okay, then just answer a few questions and you'll get a real offer in seconds. As easy as singing. Why not? Schedule a pickup or drop off and Carvana will pay you that amount right on the spot. As easy as playing guitar. Actually, I find that kind of difficult. But selling your car to Carvana is as easy as... Can be. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get an instant offer today. And trying to reinvestigate the case and I think seeing these two different you know the timelines of these characters i think this worked more and i know luke you have this problem with starting in the middle of an episode like for example the driver and that was sort of detrimental mm. i think to the narrative the fact yeah. that this well, is, with that, this way. goes back the fact that this goes back and forwards throughout i didn't have a problem with i think if it was Do just you... one scene out of place and then into the rest of the episode i could have seen your point but this is Two different timelines, and I think it works because of the way they've structured the story. Um, oh, one yeah. thing I wanted to ask Gary was, uh, what did you think of the fact that they had like subtitle sections of this? Obviously, well, that's a very, very good point that you were going to make. But what what I really enjoyed was that you had subtitles when it was important to the plot, and then at times you didn't have subtitles mm. when you were with James Nesbitt in the in in the the now when he was in the woman's house at the end when he was trying to understand. So he, although he has picked up a lot of French in his years being over there, it was, this woman was explaining things that he didn't understand. And the constant way he was going, what is she saying? What is she saying? It built that drama and the tenseness and his, and, you know, his, his anxiety and nervousness about you know, wanting to hear news after so many years of inactivity. But I thought it was very good. I, I didn't mind the, the, the subtitles. The other thing about this is it sort of in France almost becomes yeah. a character. Um, because it's yeah. such a small community, you know, if this happened in, say, Paris or somewhere like that, it wouldn't be as big a deal, but because it's this small town who obviously had this yeah. massive media focus the first time around, they are all quite sceptical of him quickly, showing up again it? and, like, yeah. you know, harassing the locals and stuff like that. And I've the fact that they're now going to reopen the case, you, you know, because you've seen what's happened in the past, I think it helps you to understand everybody's feelings in the present scenes. I've always liked James Nesbitt and it's nice to see him with something where he can really get his teeth into it and, and my thing about the flashing backwards and forwards is it took me a while to co connect with anyone. 
because it started with James Nesbitt mm-hmm. walking around the town and looking all forlorn, and his his life had quite obviously gone, you know, well, oh, yeah. to nothing. Uh, but it's very hard to connect. If you'd have seen that gradual decline, you would have thought, well, look at the man he was, mm-hmm. and then look at the man he becomes but right from the beginning. I don't know. Maybe it's just my I, But that then you wouldn't have got that to, like, Ep 6 or something. You know, mm-hmm. I think yeah. it, the way they've done it, I think by the end of Ep 1... You you understood yeah. it though, didn't you? You didn't yeah. have to, you, know, you didn't oh, have to in, wait an yeah. entire series to get it. You it, were in it, by it, about it. half an hour in. I get that you didn't get that instant thing, but you wouldn't have got that anyway until towards the end of the series. What, what they've done as well is they've been very clever. The journalist character at the moment seems rather nasty. You don't relate to him, but I'm guessing that at some point he's going to be useful because i mean obviously there's someone else who's investigated the case looked into it i would imagine that early on there's that initial kind of like you know maybe the reticence to talk to the press but then he probably cajoled them and you can tell there's been friction because you know when that when when him and the mother of france o'connor's character met in the cafe towards the end there's a very big tension you know he's very you know why do you want me you know come on what am i going to get out of this and there, there are a couple of <laughs> oh. characters as well who haven't actually appeared yet. There are reading exactly, through yeah. the press, reading through the press notes and stuff. There are a couple of central characters who don't appear crop up until several episodes into it, which Some I think people... because it's because it's eight parts, I think that allows them to do it. Some people were comparing it to Broadchurch, which was also an eight part. Did you feel that? Mm. Did you feel you were watching no. something special? No, no, no. I think it's different. I think it's. Because obviously Broadchurch was about the community and and the invest. This is more, I think this is more about the emotional aspect of a father who sort of lost everything, and yeah. this is the last thing he's clinging well, on to. Have you told your friends about this podcast? No. Well, tell them now. The Custard TV live. Moving on to Wednesday nights. Uh... Record-breaking Apprentice, not record-breaking in in uh, in terms of viewers. Actually, it dropped below six million for the first time in this run. Uh, was the fact that uh, we had a triple firing? Uh, Ella Jade, Stephen, and Sarah were fired in not that order uh, by Lord Sugar at the end of what can only be considered a teeth-pulling task to watch of a bunch of people, yeah. a bunch of people who should know better producing a pile of toot to give Lord Sugar his credit. And I would have to take contention uh, with the one team led by Ella Jade, because we have already trademarked Fat Daddy for you, surely. Yeah. Well, that's right, yeah. Well, I'm only, the... I, you're just waiting for me to uh, produce an offspring, yes, I am. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, we've lost two big characters from The Apprentice. Yeah. We do know the that, that is, as we like said with should... Louisa last year, she was a big character and she carried it all the way through to the end. I mean, they've got a few characters. They've still got Felipe left. I think James is a bit of a character oh, as well. Yeah. Stephen and Sarah were the characters who you couldn't see winning, and they were only really there to create those sort yeah. of moments, weren't they? So, I um, mean, Sarah, I remember... was a, Sarah, Sarah passed the buck more times than musical youth passed the duck well, to the left hand side. The, she didn't pass the book. They just didn't listen to her. Well, after she did. She she did. So no, no, no. She, she basically said, I'm not the project manager. I'm not the sub-team leader. So she took no responsibility for her actions. Yeah. I remember when we went to the screening and those two, those characters definitely were the ones that got the most laughs in the yeah. room. But I think we thought oh, that the girls had lost that first task and that Sarah would be fired in week one. I think of the three, Ella Jade, I think we didn't really know a lot of before... 
this task. No, and I think, unfortunately, she didn't cover herself in any glory in this task. You know, she was aiming towards a media video pr production, but she showed no ability to even produce a document, you know, in, in the short video. She showed no attitude for that. I think the thing that. was, she didn't want, she thought, this is my thing. I'm not going to let anyone else tell me how to do the thing that I'm supposed to know yeah. how to do. And that's what that was her downfall, really. Has Alan Sugar accidentally or on purpose shot this series in the foot, though, by getting rid of those three? This I quickly? don't think so. Not, uh, not certainly not Ella Jade. I think Stephen could have lasted a few more weeks. I think Sarah had to go. She was she was dead weight. But Stephen yeah, had some work. He, he did to it, watch, though. I'm talking about. Yeah, but not he didn't. He didn't. No, but he didn't give Stephen the chance to be project manager, which I think he no. should have done. I th so. I think as well. I think Stephen going might let us other characters emerge because he's been such a strong presence throughout yeah. the first four weeks. There's still people I'm not quite sure about, and this one coming up, this coach trip one, was the one that Karen Brady sort of winced at when they mentioned it at the screening. Moving on to what Lucas described only hilariously as various Americans in costume. That is his uh, description of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which returned for Series 2 on Channel 4 last Friday night. Um, something interesting that's come out uh, uh, today is that um, Channel 4 will not be picking up a spin-off show called... Uh, oh, gosh. It's something like Jenny Marvels there, or something. I can't help you can't there, help you there. No, no, no. It's fine. <laughs> uh, but it's a spin-off spin that's in link with uh, Mar Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Captain America. Um... And and it's, a lot of people are interpreting this on Twitter as perhaps the fact that Marvel's Agents of Shield will get shifted to Agent Carter. Or, or E4. Thank you very much, Agent Carter. Um, I, I I still enjoy uh, Marvel's Agents of Shield. I thought the second series was quite good. If you did see the end of series one, you'll know that they were uh, there was a huge, again a huge link with the film Captain America Two, where this group called Hydra had inf influenced infiltrated. Sorry. Uh, the, the agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and this first episode was very much about them getting back into what their purpose is um, I, I enjoyed it, you two don't watch this do you? Well, well no. I just want to ask you about the slot as well, Friday night 8 o'clock Well it, it worked last year and I think it, 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 I think it's okay because there's nothing too risque or post-watershed about it the violence is fairly limited I think to me it's like a kind of like I mean it is written by Josh Whedon and his brother so it's just a slightly tamer version of Buffy and Angel you know it talks mm. it, it has lots of you know comic book storylines I mean they put Arrow on don't too... they on, uh, on it well that's right Arrow's on it and so is The Flash I think as well so Buffy yeah. and Angel they were BBC Two when, when it was their era weren't they uh, Channel 4 did have Angel to start with I think and then it got oh, transferred to BBC Two yeah I think so okay yeah, they one of the ones they ruined. Um, I think also talking about reviews, we also to briefly mention about uh, in America we did a whole podcast about the uh, the remake of Broadchurch called Grace Point. We weren't in America and... where we were. We did it. I wasn't. I was. Going, I made the effort. Oh, okay. I was in. I was in. I was in Puerto Rico. That's a that's a place <laughs> near America. Uh, there's you a lot of rumours out there. Gary into America. That was no. Problem. That's right. <laughs> uh, there has been a lot of news out there, a lot of websites, a lot of buzz about the fact that it perhaps might not get its full commission. It might not get the full show run. Um, are we surprised by that, Matt? Um, no, I mean, I've, have either of you watched the uh, 
other episodes? Because I only watched the first one. I haven't one. yet, no. I haven't actually sought that out, which I... I Is it just the ratings? Are they... It's the ratings and the fact that it hasn't got the momentum that the channel was hoping for. They've they created a whole thing about who's the killer and they they try to create the buzz on billboards and, see, and stuff, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and they they just it, yeah. all their all their social media campaign appears to have fallen flat. I think it's just that people don't care. As you said before, Gary, Thursday night, which is when it airs in the states, is a yeah. busy night for television, isn't it? There. It's their it's their Saturday night really because Saturdays and the weekends are taken up by sport in America. I never uh, had so, Thursday off though when I lived there. I was at well, school on a Thursday. Well, good for you as you should do. Um, <laughs> moving on to the previews, <laughs> where all hand. Indeed, thanks. Yeah, I was working on that one for ages. Uh, and uh, over to the previews with uh, uh, our northern correspondent. Monday night, the first part of uh, five episodes showing week. Uh, each night at seven o'clock, the passing bells, which is a uh, World War One drama following two teenagers who sign up at the start of the war and their sort of exploits throughout the conflict. Also Monday night, eight o'clock on Sky One, Modern Family returns for its, I want to say fifth season. Fifth. I was six. I was going to guess six. I would have been right. Sixth season. Me and Luke have both watched uh, the first few episodes of this, um, yeah. and you're, you're a f- this is one of the only American shows you sort of watch religiously, isn't it? There are there are two American comedies that I watch religiously: this and Community. Although I'm much further behind on Community and Parks and Rec, actually. But you know, uh, I've I've finished, yeah, I've finished Community. Uh, mo- well, well done. Thank you. Yeah, well done. Uh, Modern Family, though, um, the six series kicks off with them coming back from their honeymoon after the big wedding two-part finale. First one falls a little flat for me. Second one, which is on the following week, is when the series sort of gets back to mm, know. Yeah. Following on from that at 8.30 on Sky 1, we've got the fourth series of Trollied, uh, the supermarket sitcom, which has lost a lot of its original cast members. Now Jane Horrocks has gone, Mark Addy has they're gone. All, they're uh, all working at LD now. Yeah, we've got yeah. Miriam Margulies and Stephen Tompkinson as the big names joining uh, joining the staff at... Um, oh, I, I do know the name of the supermarket, but I'm not going to remember Don't it. So. Yeah, that's it. I, I remember their slogan, it serves you right, which is one of the better recurring gags of the um, of the series. Also, if Miriam Margulies is in it, I'm really looking forward to the uh, episode where Will I Am guest stars. <laughs> uh, you know, just pops around Volker. Um, <laughs> hey, Monday night's a bit of a big night, because we've got now... It's a busy night. It's it? a busy night. Yeah. Uh, moving on, 9 o'clock sees uh, Gareth Malone return for a two-parter. Um, this time getting uh, big names like such as John Craven, Craig Revel Hallwood, Joe Brand and uh, working together again Alison Stebman and Larry Lamb to uh, form a choir. Um, we, we, where are the big names you talked about? Ah, uh, uh, yeah, Joe Brand's quite the, big. Uh, it's for children in oh, need. Okay. They're going to record the official children in need single. I'm sure it's going to have a lot of uh, children in need filler in there, but I'll give it a mm. shot. Yeah, and it's Gareth Malone, isn't it? Yeah. It's and for it'll charity. be easier to watch than... If you don't want to watch celebrities singing, maybe you want to watch people from Leicester having a go at each other. Make Leicester British, <laughs> 9 o'clock. Do. I always Channel do. 4 Monday. This is um, sort of a follow-up. No, 2012, I think, wasn't it? Make Bradford, Make Bradford. British and a similar yeah. thing yeah. where four Which people have lived there all their lives. Yeah. Meet up with four people 
who've sort of uh, emigrated from other com other countries. I'm looking forward to make Newcastle Norwegian, which is coming next week, uh, next year as well. Indeed, yeah. yeah. Which should be good. Although, although they're going to recreate every episode. Uh, although I'm not particularly a big fan of Make Stains Klingon, so. <laughs> that just sounds dirty. Uh, <laughs> and obviously, Klingon. following on from that, the the uh, the most tasteful thing you could think of following on from that, Toast of London, the uh, sitcom oh, yes. starring I, Matt I Berry as actor, yeah, actor um, Stephen Toast, Toast uh, and yeah. this one sees him uh, sign up to compete in a prostitutes and celebrities blow football tournament. Which is all you need to know, really, about me. <laughs> the thing was, I actually rewatched an episode on 4OD recently, and actually, it wasn't quite as good as I remembered. Yeah. Actually, I seem I to think... think this was quite a rare hit, but actually, I think it was more hit and miss than anything. Because actually, the, one of the best the things are the some of the stuff wasn't fun. Character names as well, though, like Clem Fandango and Ray Purchase, yeah. and um, they've got I, I, one in this one called it. Wendy Nook. Moving on to Tuesday now, uh, 8 o'clock uh, on BBC Two, we've got MasterChef The Professionals, which the big change here is that uh, Mickey Rue has gone, Michelle Rue, and he's, <laughs> that's what Greg Wallace, always calls, Greg Wallace always calls him, Mickey Rue, um, and uh, Marcus Waring is taking his place with uh, Monica Galletti is uh, still on board for this. Do you enjoy the professional series, Gary, as, well, as much as the, the no, main one? no. Okay. Not as much okay. as the main one, <laughs> and not as much as these celebrities. Broadmoor, 9pm Wednesday, 9pm ITV. I just read it as it says yeah. on there. Just in case you forget, <laughs> it's 9pm Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Broadmoor. It's another. This seems like the uh, dra the documentaries that ITV used to do in prisons. They used to do a lot of prison documentaries, they, didn't they? They've done, they did Aylesbury last year. Yeah. Where, what else did they do? I can't think now. They'd... Strange Ways. Strange Ways. Yeah. What's the one with the women? Bro, bro, uh, an old... Felton. No, that's, that's, we've no, that's met, uh, no. that's Young Offenders. Oh uh, my god. But they, um, they did on, some I'll... other ones in prisons, is what yeah. we're saying. Yeah, and yeah. Um, this is obviously in the Psychiatric um, Institute. This is a two-part documentary as well. Probably as they a explain. lot of feces. Yeah. Holloway. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Holloway. I just the by the way, don't don't do this, but I just typed in women's prisons in Google. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps not one for the, uh, the security <laughs> field for there. That bit uh, NSFW, as they say. If the police weren't already watching Gary's Google searches, they will be now. Uh, this is, or this has been, another version of the Custard TV podcast. By the way, they... Uh, the Broadmoor documentary Matt was just speaking about is at nine o'clock on Wednesday. Ah, right. Okay. What? Did you just when one is more it time again? It's nine on ITV on Wednesday. Okay. And it's right. a two-parter. You can get in touch with us on Twitter, but first of all, let's imagine that people listening have friends. If you've enjoyed this podcast and you do happen to have a friend or four, uh, please let them know that you, you know, that you've spent time in our company and it wasn't hmm. a complete chore. Uh, let them know and unless you're one of our friends and then we already know we do this yeah, yeah. well yeah couldn't, couldn't they us. go to iTunes or something I believe there's they there's some mechanism iTunes. there give us a, give us a five we have got one review. five star review from uh, the brilliant Jordan Gallagher. Yeah, Jordan yeah, Gallagher yeah Jordan Gallagher shout out five star a, a big up to, a big up to Jordan Gallagher there whoop whoop 
Um, you can follow us. On, I never get to say whoop whoop. I enjoyed it. You can follow <laughs> us on Twitter. Me at Lucaster TV, Matt at Matt's TV Bites, and at the Gary Show for Gary. Now, um, I thought last week when we ended the show, Gary did his best musical performance. Ever. <laughs> um, thank you, thank, hoping, thank you, Mr. Cow. I just cut you off here, Luke, as well. Um, I'm hoping this week that Gary's going to embrace the Mercury Prize and give us a bit of. Uh, Young fathers who won the uh, the awards this well, week. Well, uh, now I need I need a few I need a few weeks to work out who the heck they are. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> in a, in a few weeks' time, I'll definitely bring you something by. Uh, Did you mention Facebook as well? Something. What were they called? Oh yeah, uh, facebookcom TV. And uh, as Matt mentioned, don't please don't type in women's prisons and then young fathers directly into Google. <laughs> 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 Just to uh, check that want... Broadmoor documentary. What time again was it? That's uh, that's Wednesday at nine. ITV. That's Wednesday uh, at nine. Lovely. Thank you. Uh, we'll be back next week to talk more telly. It's the Custard TV podcast. Bye bye. Uh, Luke, if you'd like to count me, in, please. Oh, one, two, three, four. It's close to midnight, and something evil's lurking in the dark. Under the moonlight, you see a sight that almost stops your heart. You try to scream, but terror takes the sound before you make it. You start to freeze, as Hera looks you right between the eyes. You're paralyzed, cause this is Thriller! Thriller night. This song's gone far too high, and I don't know how to get it down. <laughs> Selling your car to Carvana is as easy as as easy as pie. Sure. All you have to do is enter your license plate or VIN. As easy as a stroll in the park. Okay, then just answer a few questions and you'll get a real offer in seconds. As easy as singing. Why not? Schedule a pickup or drop off and Carvana will pay you that amount right on the spot. As easy as playing guitar. Actually, I find that kind of difficult. But selling your car to Carvana is as easy as... Can be. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get an instant offer today.